Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. What up, Snapback fam? I know you're used to hearing Jack to start, but tonight I'm going to start it off. Welcome to another episode of the Snapback Podcast. What a weekend of divisional football. But before we get started, I just want to introduce you guys to my co-host. If anybody got a problem with that, they can come see me. I'm about that. Now, in the flesh, Snapback Jack. Big trust. Woo woo. What up, Jack? What's up, babe? How you are you doing? You wanted, how, how many times did you practice that? Not enough, because I definitely botched a little <laughs> definitely bit. Definitely botched a little. Tajay Sharp with a nice rendition of but it last night. you got the night. point. Although he did uh, have zero catches for zero yards, but oh, whatever. Okay. They, yeah, they sure. got the win. Um, all right, so that was obviously a troll. I think there's a few things oh, we want to no, get in. Oh, no. A few things we want to get into. I have. Um, been, go ahead. And I want to do like a true and honest breakdown of the game with, you know, you, you're allowed to partake. But if you have any more trolls, let's just get them out of the way so they're not interrupting yeah, the actual analysis. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I definitely want to get into the game. I'm also not going to tell you when and when I will not be trolling you <laughs> um, throughout this entire episode. But I think that. I didn't text you about last night until I gave you some time. I didn't say anything last night. I didn't text anything this morning. It was probably around like noon today we got into it. And I think we had a little bit honest of a conversation for a little bit before yeah. we got back to trolling. So we'll get into a little bit of that. But, I mean, I love sports again, so let's just get into it. <laughs> um, you know what? When, so, obviously, I don't know if you saw, but I did post on my Snap story the Ravens have a zero point zero 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 percent chance they lose this I did, game. I, I did. I did happen to catch that. It someone, is in my screenshots right now. Someone posted it on Reddit, and it has over ten thousand upvotes. <laughs> so <laughs> I went viral. Ready. I went viral, which was awesome. I've never heard uh, M&T Bank Stadium that loud. Um, Come on, you're teasing me. Let's just get into it. it Come was, on, let's just skip the first game and get right to it. The first. Fi- what first game? The Vikings Niners. Well, oh, that's where we're starting. We're starting with the Ravens. There's, oh, yeah, right. We're getting into it. Uh, I've never, I've never heard our stadium like that. Even with Ray Lewis coming out of the tunnel, all of that. Um, it was crazy, sick environment, kind of a bummer that we wasted it. Um, a lot to address on the game front, but I will say before we get into that, on the way down to the stadium, I had a little conversation with my family, and I was like, you know what? We are the we're the best team. There's no doubt in my mind. We are the right, best right, team. Right. Um, but it didn't feel like our year somehow. Like when when huh. when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I knew. Like I knew whose year it was. And I'll say whose year like whose year do you think it is this year? We'll get into that. It's I'm the sure Chiefs year. Team. Like every team just has a year. When we won it, if we you felt it the whole way, like it just somehow we were the best team, but it never it, it did feel like it for a little, but going into last night, I will say I, I really did not think uh, we were going to lose to the Titans. I thought next week was the matchup that was going to be troubling and tough. But, uh, obviously we lost. Lamar has two career games under 20 points, both in the playoffs. Um, you Something that was interesting that we talked about was that you said, and I talked to my roommates today, like every ball came out wobbling on he TV. He was throwing absolute... So I thought that's actually super interesting because in the stadium, uh, he looked like he was throwing really nice balls. I don't know why that might have happened, and I'm curious what Tannehill's might have looked like uh, if any of that was affected by wind or something. But 
it felt very, very different than last season. Last season against the Chargers, like, he couldn't complete a pass. You knew, like, just nothing was going to happen. Let me read you what I think is one of the crazier stats um, of the season. <clears throat> Raven, so, and we'll get into Greg Roman, but Ravens had drives that ended at the Titans 36, Titans 31, Titans 4, Titans 18, Titans 31, Titans 15, Titans 16, Titans 21, finished with 12 points. We had eight drives inside their 36, and we still only scored 12 points. So we were moving the ball, which is the everyone saying, why abandon the run? Why go empty? Listen, the offensive line, first time really all year that they got blown up, and we have three all-pros pretty much on that O-line. So the run game, you know, we probably shouldn't have panicked. I agree with that. But you can't say the Rams weren't moving the ball. They just didn't execute, and they just didn't make any plays. Like, the difference that I saw today in the Chiefs' comeback was this. Uh, they made plays. They got down 24 nothing, but then they kicked the field goal. McColl takes back an 80-yard kickoff. Uh, then they have uh, the fumble on the kickoff. Then they have, you know, they made plays. The Ravens didn't make a single play last night, um, which is, like, no one made plays. We couldn't get stops when we needed them. We, like, Seth Roberts drops a touchdown. That would have made it 14-7. We fail on two fourth downs. I think we are definitely a better team than them. I know that. But this is what happens. Over the course of 16 games, implied win probability when you go for it on fourth down and you control the clock and all this stuff, it you see what happens. You win 14 games. You play really good defense. You play really good offense. In one game, 60 minutes, oblong ball, anything can happen. The throw to Mark Andrews, yeah, it was high. Mark Andrews made a ton of catches like that this season. And even on ones maybe he doesn't make that, the ball bounces to the ground. That gets picked off. They come down, score a touchdown. So, and then we fail twice on fourth and one. We were eight for eight that on the season on fourth and one. We're 0 for two that night. So, so many things really had to go wrong, and they did. And that's football. That's why one game, anything happens. If this is basketball and we're playing best of seven, I think, you know, we win 4-1, 4-2 in the series. But it's not. It's a football game. So I'm not, there's no blame on Greg Roman. I think, as you can see, we moved the ball plenty fine. We just didn't execute when things got tight. Lamar, he didn't didn't play great. He didn't play bad. Um, he, He didn't choke. That's not, I wouldn't say he choked last night. He just didn't play a good game. It's tough to not play a good game. You're the MVP, and this is, you know, your second straight year of not playing well in the playoffs. But it is what it is. It's on to next year. That was a very, very in depth analysis from uh, you. You said it how it was. You said how the game went down. And I don't give a damn. I have to make an apology right off the bat. It is to the entire Bay Area, the San Francisco 49ers, and their fans who had me fooled all year that they were cuties. When in reality, the cutest team in the NFL was had the MVP on their team and had 14 wins and the Baltimore Ravens throwing up This is why I think Lamar had such a bad game. And I don't care what the box score says. You can look at the box score and say, well, he didn't play that bad. Obviously, you watched the game. 12 points at home, Mm -hmm. three turnovers, a hair over 50% completion percentage. That is a bad game. I don't care how many yards you're putting up. That is a bad game no matter where you put it, especially for a guy that we hold – to his standard because he's the MVP. Like, I don't care. Throw the age out the window. I mean, it's impressive that he's this good at that age, but I don't care. In the big moment, we've seen him so far. Big rust, as we like to call him this time around. Lamar Jackson, just proving that the narrative of playoff Lamar, I know it's a little ridiculous. He's 22 years old. What? What? This isn't a narrative. Oh, oh, people are talking. I mean... Whatever People it is, talking. what it is. But it and wasn't. You tweeted. A, wait, you tweeted playoff about playoff Lamar in November. I did. I <laughs> and I I knew this would speaking happen. Speaking of which, speaking of which, now that the season's over and I've I've gone through all of your tweets and everything, I think they need to give you a headset. The way you predicted this season going, it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> how accurate? Like it, it is unfortunate how accurate that statement was. So for those you of you who don't, to, you had to you had to update it a little bit, but I did. For those of you who don't follow me on Twitter, um, I it's at Jack Settleman. Give me a follow. But I tweeted uh, November twenty fourth. It was the day before we played the Rams on Monday night. Um, you know we we're in the hunt for the one seed, and I tweeted when Lamar Jackson wins the league MVP. 
leading the Ravens to a 13-3 record, finishing number two in the playoffs and and plays bad in the divisional game. We lose at home, and I have to hear for eight months about why he, he'll never be able to get down the playoffs. Well, realistic, then, realistically, like... Two weeks later, I 11, updated... 11 to 12 months. 11 to 12 months. Yeah, I know. And then two weeks later, I updated to... Please update to the, the number one seed. And it happened. And... Look, there's no doubt in my this is this is what I think is cool and I understand, you know, it's tough. It's a very tough loss. I don't think I don't agree with you. We weren't cuties. We just didn't play a good game and the ball it's a it's a round oblong ball. It bounces the wrong way sometimes. <laughs> and that it is what it is, but last year, if we had had this podcast, there would be a conversation, can Lamar Jackson throw the ball? Right, that that would be the conversation. Will he ever be able to play quarterback for a sustained amount of time? He made it through the season. He didn't get hurt. That's everyone's number one thing. He made it, and now he's a passer. So now the question is: Everyone knows how good Lamar Jackson is. He was the MVP. We went from can Lamar throw to will he be able to get it done in the playoffs? That's still to be determined. But he made a jump from can he throw to the best player in the league this year. I know Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world. There's no doubt about that. But that's a jump that I'm happy to have on a rookie deal. We get the whole squad back with 45 million cap. Like, there's not. Is there any Speaking doubt in your? Which, is there any doubt which. in your mind that like the Ravens will win the division next year? I know a lot of stuff changes, but knowing that we're bringing back pretty much the exact same team. Like over sixteen games, there's no like no one's doubting Lamar anymore. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, like we've seen this year, it goes. It's the NFL every year. It's just crazy what happens from yeah. start to finish. But your favorite topic, a Super Bowl window, dwindling before your eyes. In terms of what you say, you can be a very like yeah. Savvy we have two more years. Game there, your four years. You have two more years left, and then I mean, Mahomes and Watson are getting. They said record-setting beyond extensions this offseason. You have, you have two years to really get it done because that's before you pay your quarterback. Or you get wacky lucky, which is, I'll give you an example of wacky lucky. The Niners, they paid Garoppolo, and then, like, it's weird to consider him tearing his ACL or whatever happened lucky, but because of that, right in the middle of his contract, they get the number three pick and get Bosa, who changes their whole team. So... They, like, by accident kind of tanked and reloaded. But look at, I mean, Mahomes is still on that deal. The Titans aren't paying, aren't really paying their quarterback. Um, it's just how you, it's how you win games. You got to win with, Aaron Rodgers is finally back in an NFC championship. And it's not because he's playing out of his mind. It's because that defense has been special. And they finally got enough money to pay players on defense. Um, so, yeah, the window is two years, but that's what's crazy about the NFL. It's like it's not easy to win a Super Bowl. What what the Patriots did uh, in their dynasty has kind of ruined how we think about football. Like the Ravens went fourteen and two, and it was an expectation, as it should be, that they should win the Super Bowl. But it's so freaking hard to win a Super Bowl, even if you are the best team, even if you have the MVP, even if you do even all these if, great even things. If you are potentially one of the best teams of all time. That's right. correct. Right. Right. Um, all right, so I was tailgating during the Niners game. Uh, I think you you gave an apology, but it was more of just a jab. But we've been telling you this all year. The Niners are legit, and I have a disgusting amount of money riding on the Packers to make it to the Super Bowl. From Let me just actually make a point on the pod. Uh, my preseason prediction was Chiefs versus the Packers. Mine was Colts versus the Eagles. <laughs> so I got two of the final four teams. I am and confident, I a, and I forced the guy to retire. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident that the Chiefs are going to, they're going to be able to score and just score with will. Like, look what the Ravens did throwing the ball and Mahomes. Like, like I said, it's their year. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to preview that game, especially because that is just two totally, two of the hottest teams in football. One with the story behind them. One with just just being the Chiefs and how naturally yeah. good they are, um, who have two very different styles of playing football. And e- pretty much one person sucks at what the other person is good at and vice versa on both sides of the ball. Yeah. It's going to be a weird game. Anyways, you do owe Niners fans an apology. 
Point no, being, no, I think I they're going to run over Green Bay again, but let's recap the games. Because yeah, no, you I, watched. I, I didn't get to see this one. I, but I, You're not forcing an apology out of me when you beat Kirk Cousins at home. Um, especially since the game ended. Didn't you guys lose to Kirk Cousins this year? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you got a lot of nerve talking about someone else's no, no, no. team. No, no, I'm just asking. I'm just saying. You better keep my team name out of your mouth after what happened last no, it's night. It's just a question. But anyway, um, no, I, I'm not giving anyone an apology for beating Kirk Cousins at home in a playoff game, uh, especially because the game ended around definitely after sunset when in Minnesota. Um, so you put all those narratives together, and it was I mean, it was start to finish, Niners – um, all the way. I know you said you didn't watch it, but the defense was dominant. The defensive line got after Kirk all day, stopped the run, contained Dalvin. Um, it really was just one big play to start the game off with Stephon Diggs breaking loose, and I think that was his only reception of the game. Um, so it really showed the Vikings offense was struggling. I said to you before we recorded, um, well, just a few hours ago, he was actually Kevin Stefanski, offensive coordinator of the Vikings, um, about as of... 24 hours ago he was calling the plays for the Vikings he since then has gotten hired by the Cleveland Browns to be their next head coach and Jack he was calling plays as if his flight to Cleveland was gonna he was gonna miss it that he (laughs) had to get out of there he was they're down 17 or whatever in the third quarter they have no life on offense they're still trying to establish the run when they are throwing the ball it is just in the flat on screens it it looked like they didn't give a shit and the Niners did what they did. They they ran the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo, he didn't play out of this world, but he sure played great. And, I mean, am I apologizing for dissing the Niners all year? No. They won one playoff. <laughs> no. They, they, won, they won one playoff game, and it was against Kirk Cousins. Like, you want me to throw you a party? Now they got Aaron Rodgers coming to town. Um, maybe another fraud bowl? I don't know. Uh, this is not a... No, the Niners are for real. I know you're not a huge believer in Garoppolo. He's made every play he's needed to this year. Um, and the Niners are built like to win a Super Bowl with a quarterback who needs to have really, really good performances over the next two games. You've seen it before. You need an elite talent you know or you need someone to get scorching hot. You know what I just realized? I think the Niners are going to do exactly what the Rams did last year. They're going to Agreed. Win, the, win the NFC Championship the big stage is going to come. Garoppolo will resemble Goff in what they did, and they'll absolutely crap the bed. That I think my, I we actually can get more into it Thursday, but that just came to me as like a revelation. Like, oh my God, Jimmy G is just Jared Goff. We'll probably see a big regression year next year, and their team as a whole will take a step back. It is literally happening before my eyes. I, just I agree myself that on live air. Good for myself. I agree with ninety five percent. I think the one switch up I think Mahomes will expose the Niners defense yeah, I'm not talking about and I, I think it'll be less on Jimmy G I don't think he'll play well but I, I think, think as a whole the team is going to yeah well I guess the Rams played well in the <laughs> defensive end in the yeah they did um, all right, but, so that was Niners Vikings obviously Ravens Titans tough one only home team to lose this weekend RIP um, one in three actually can we talk let's get back to the Ravens actually what one in three in the playoffs since you guys won the Super Bowl 47 years ago yeah like, tough Harbaugh in the big moment oh he's got 10 playoff wins or whatever it's time to talk it's time to talk um, is the mm. bank even a home field it's tough to say what is the last game you guys oh no that was the Super Bowl year when it was miracle a mile high um, but yeah we just these are the conversations us as podcasters, uh, I'm not going to go ahead and call us the M word, uh, media. You can blank that out if you want, Charlie. But this is the conversations we need to have when when things like this arise. You take a step back, you reflect on the past game, and then you reflect on the season, and then you reflect on the last five years. It's just it's something we have to do. And as a fan, I'm I know it's hard for you to do that, but that's why I'm here to help you look back and understand where you are as an organization. And realistically, I think Marlon Humphrey said it. You guys are a team that are notorious for choking. Your own player said that. So I think it's just a big look in the mirror for the entire city of Baltimore. And I, I loved that he said that. I loved that he addressed Elf in the room. It's not right. like... Yeah, but, no, now we now, but, now but he's put it out there. He's put it out there for the public. So now 
we can all take a step back and realize that, wow, Marlon Humphrey, Humphrey pointed this out to us, and it's true. The Ravens are now the team in the NFL that are known mm, for No, I definitely wouldn't go that far. Well, we're not, your own we're not the choking team right now. Someone's got to be. Someone's got to be. Who is it? I mean, look at the Saints. <laughs> eh, there's some bad bounces. You the Saints lost to Kirk Cousins at home. That's your boy. Um, anyways, on to Sunday. Tannehill at home. <laughs> on to Sunday. Yeah, he's the goat slayer. Took down Brady the goat. Took down Lamar the baby goat. Tannehill. He's got Mahomes coming baby, up, the future baby. goat. Can we get some baby choke merch? Yeah, that was funny. Um, baby choke. All right, so then the we go to Sunday, and uh, Houston Texans take a 24-0 lead. Bill O'Brien elects to not go with the knockout punch by going for fourth and one on the Chiefs 30. What comes back to bite him? That exact thing. It ne- Once he kicked that field goal, somehow it just felt like the Texans had no chance and they were up 24 points. I, the, watching it, this game, I, I felt like I was almost drunk watching this game. It was, was crazy. It was, just, it was It was fun. just from start to finish, just big play. And then big special teams play. Another big special teams play. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. It was just, it was an absolute, it was unbelievable. And I mean, like, no, nobody really said the Chiefs are out of this when it got to 21 nothing. The game ended when Bill O'Brien faked that punt. And I, I do want to speak on that because I think because of him electing to kick the field goal, and then faking the punt, people will say it's it's a bad play. It's a bad decision. And I totally get that. And a lot of people are going to say, you know, momentum's a huge thing where a lot of people who are smart with numbers would say momentum's not a really real thing. I think it is to a degree. But I think they saw something on film and they loved what they saw because they got Eric Reed in space and Sorensen made an so unreal play. Playing, you're going to play devil's advocate this whole episode just so you can, like, you know, talk down the talk off the bad teams no i i think that it's you know it's 20 it's so 2020 vision like if he gets that then everyone's saying like everyone's pissed he's not playing aggressive which is fine i still don't like that call i I don't know they this is you gotta know how high octane that offense is like exactly so this is the thing let's say they punt it back right make him go down the field and get 80 yards in him the idea of a short field oh yeah, yeah, yeah no because uh they clearly had troubles with that i mean Look, they had no, only but it was scored. the idea of momentum. There would be no momentum if you just swapped the fields. The I disagree. Play, the if, they had just gotten a stop. They had just gotten a stop. O'Brien had just kicked a field goal instead of going for it. They had just scored a touchdown. If they get the ball and one play later, later Tyree like catches a four. But if this is my point, if you're really obsessed with momentum, then okay, how about the fact of like if they convert that, which I think they probably had a good chance of doing that then there's all that momentum back. They still have the ball. The Chiefs couldn't stop them at that point. So I didn't hate the call. And it's really tough, you know, 2020, just looking back and being like, oh, they sh- they shouldn't have run that play, which is fair to say. But, like, if he picks it up, it's a whole different game. And if they punt and Tyree catches a 40-yard catch and they're at the same spot, you know, what's the difference, really? So that's whatever. Chiefs rolling. Chiefs are unstoppable right now. Their offense is playing – like I suspected, that defense is uh, slightly overrated because they hadn't played a good quarterback, but they get the Titans next week, and the Titans gave the Titans beat them. Titans will give them problems on the ground, but Tannehill is going to have to play. You know, he can't throw for 80 yards again to beat them. I thought that was the case against the Ravens. It wasn't, but against Mahomes, there's no way he can he can do that and win. Maybe there is. It's just like it just goes to goes to show how like. Regular season doesn't mean you gotta be peaking at the right time. This Chiefs team, they they got off to a rough start. They fixed what was going on. They didn't. They weren't guns blazing from start to finish, but they're playing their best football down the stretch. And I mean, it's crazy to think that at what time on Sunday, two weeks ago, week seventeen, were the Chiefs gonna have to play the Ravens and the Patriots to get to the Super Bowl? They were going to have to play the Titans, Titans Ravens, week one, or first round, go to New England, and then go to Baltimore. And now they had to play and Houston, Houston and, Tennessee. and then sit at home against Tennessee. It's, it's, it's crazy. It, like I said, it, it opened up for them. It seems like it feels like it could be their year. 
Um, One of my just... friends brought up the idea that did beating the Bills, the, the as in the Houston Texans, did that set their franchise back for years? Because a lot of people would think that Bill O'Brien, if he didn't win that game against Buffalo, they came out to such a bad start. That would have been two years in a row. He got bounced in the wild card round, both at home. If they didn't win that game, there's a very good chance that Bill O'Brien is out in Houston. So did winning that game, obviously he's going to be back next year. He won a playoff game. I was shocked um, to see Deshaun say that it was that was his guy. Did you see his post-game comments? He said, I love Bill. That's my guy. I trust him with everything. That was very interesting. So I know his game management isn't great. And look, people were on Andy Reid over the first uh, timeout call, and they're down 24 nothing. Reid's choking all that. So maybe there's a different thing in the locker room. I think he's like one of the worst coaches in the even, league, Bill O'Brien. Andy Reed. It wasn't even Andy Reid was like choking. It was literally the only thing that made this game crazy was two special teams mistakes. One was a shot in the foot and the Tyreek fumble. Those were what led to the I don't know who makes this decision, but let me tell you something. I th- thought that was the weirdest thing. So what are they down at that point? Uh, 14 the nothing. They're down the 14 nothing. Yeah, the punt. They're down 14-0. I don't know if it's the special teams coach or Andy Reid who says, okay, we need a big play. Let's put Tyreek back there. Their returner is going to the Pro Bowl. (laughs) Like, what? I don't understand where they're like, oh, we need to bench our returner who's headed to the Pro Bowl to put in Tyreek Hill. I know Tyreek Hill's an amazing returner, but you saw what he did when uh, he got the kick return. He changed the game for them. I don't know why they went to Hill. That was an absolute gaffe, in my opinion. Obviously made up for it, but for people who say the Chiefs are peaking at the right time, they are, and those people are you. But for people who say like the Chiefs had kind of, you know, they weren't playing that well when Mahomes has been playing and healthy. I don't know if they've lost a game this year. Like it really was the injury-ridden part, and he was coming back. He's still hot, but like him at full strength, he's been the best. He is the best. Like he's so freaking special. Yeah, I mean, it was just 51 points, just touchdown, touchdown. It was at the point where they were they were literally two-hand grabbing tra- Travis Kelsey and just biting the bullet on the penalties. Um, one thing that, that bugs me, I want to start having a conversation that it, I don't think Deshaun Watson is like anything revolutionary. Thank, thank. All right, all right. I forgot we that Untuck It was generous to sponsor the pod, but I was just about to bring that up. So I, I want to get into that. Yes, we are Untuck about it. to rant. Oh, so we have that. We got to cover Packers and National Championship Monday night. We got to get into that. Go, Go Tigers. Um, but first, ever see an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. With more than 50-plus combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Uh, so whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or you're just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com, untuckit.com, promo code BLUE for 20% off. All right, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, we got we to gotta talk about this because... Because... The, the, no, no, no. The, the, okay, you I start. Understand, I don't understand this notion that just like kind of is subtle every now and then, but it never becomes a big conversation that Deshaun Watson is some like... Next level, generational, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to say the baby choke. Um, but he's like some out-of-this-world quarterback. Is he? He's pretty good. But is he that? Exactly. Like, like at, all right, first of all, First of all, everyone after the game, I saw a lot of tweets. These After everything that happened this weekend and the sadness of that, this was what What's triggered sadness? me the most. What's, I had a great weekend. This is what triggered me the most. Wow, what a game. Can't wait to see Watson and Mahomes duel for years to come. What? 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 Like, what in that game showed you that this test Deshaun Watson game? had a 24-point lead and then scored seven for the final third, whatever, 45 minutes. Like, two of the touchdowns weren't even him. Right. It was a block and a five-yard drive. What? Dude. I, I will say perfectly. this. You said it perfectly. Wow. I didn't think on this episode we'd be on, on this kind of team together. This good, but this good vibe. That's good for your 
probably mood. But, um, like, Deshaun Watson, you said it perfectly, is pretty good. Like, there are so many quarterbacks that came and went in this league that are pretty good. It's just the notion that he was, like, this big figure in college, this notorious winner, national championship, beat Alabama, ho, 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 I'm Deshaun Watson. <coughs> and Deshaun's the man. Like, I oh, yeah. like I enjoy I like watching him play, like, rooting for him. <coughs> oh, sorry. Like He's Lamar. not that good. I feel like Lamar. Um, but, he, all right, I get the whole offensive line argument. And I get when you watch him, there are some plays he make, like he did it in the end of the Buffalo game last week. Right. Like, the, that, wow, you want to talk about Bill O'Brien setting them back from them winning that game? How about the fact that Watson makes that play and that could set him back? Now they're, I mean, as they're going to regardless, but like if he doesn't make that play, everyone looks at it like, oh, that was a fairly mediocre performance in the playoffs. I, I, people that are DeMar- Deshaun Watson extreme, truthers. extremists. No, we're the truthers. Ah, um, the they're the extremists. They, 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 they point to the offensive line as an argument. Uh, not this year. That was not the problem. It wasn't. And the it dude has DeAndre it Hopkins. Help. It like help. they were, they were very bad in the beginning of the year. It didn't help. The dude has probably you can make an argument for the best receiver in football. Some people say it's Michael Thomas. Um, if you're that special, I don't care who's blocking for you. You're not like put Patrick Mahomes behind the Chiefs' offensive line or the Texans' offensive line. Give him um, DeAndre Hopkins. I understand he's got a perfect situation with Andy Reid being like a quarterback whisperer, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. But give him what Deshaun Watson has, and you're telling me that it would be the same thing? Come on. Like, don't give me the offensive line. There's pa- Patrick Mahomes is on a different stratosphere than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's yeah. in that these quarterbacks are really, really good tier. Um, I'll say it. Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott. Like, they're very, very talented. You just, like, can we take it easy? They're in right. that tier. They're in that tier. Right. Um, Who would you rather have, Watson or Lamar? Uh, I'd pick one out of a hat, honestly. Okay. I would definitely take Lamar. I'm sure you could. No, no, I'm, I'm sure you would. Um, I would probably take Lamar, I'll be honest, just because of what he can do more. But, yeah. like, yeah. I, w- I will tell you this, and obviously there's no more games, and if you, if Correct. you're going to go take the time to listen to this podcast, maybe you'll take the time to oh. go and watch three hours of a Texans football game. But I had never really seen it before. I had never actually really heard the term, but a one-read quarterback, right? So, like, the elites, they Jimmy go to Garoppolo. the— Jimmy Garoppolo. Perfect example right, is Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Goff, right, all these— Deshaun Watson is a one-read quarterback, and it's shocking when he does it. And if you go watch the film, what he does, he looks at his one, and he doesn't look to his – he pulls it down right away. And that's why he takes a bunch of sacks, He and sacks really screw you up. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, 70% of drives that have a sack end up in a punt, which is insanity. And he pulls the ball down, he gets sacked, which hurts his offensive line. I don't know if it's necessarily always their fault. He really holds the, the ball for a long time, and it's not to get to a second read. It's to, to, He gets nervous, and that might be because of the bad blocking. But he's a one-read quarterback, um, which concerns me. Like that's, that's Jimmy not Garoppolo get done. Is, the, is the perfect definition. It's just the Niners have such a good run game that it sets up the pass game. So that first read, 69 to 70% of the time is wide open. And that's where, and that's that's where you get George Kittle and then Debo Samuel, but like yeah, like I love Deshaun Watson. I love watching him. I think he has a chance to be a Super Bowl quarterback if if all the right pieces fall in place. Obviously, because like as you said, everything. What more said, pieces though? You know, like I'm just he, saying, you have like this special team one year. Like, but I'm saying but, he has the talent to be. He has the ability to have one year where he just goes off as an MVP. And, like, he can carry a team through one year. But, like, Patrick Mahomes is has established himself as he's here for the next decade. Where can you tell me that Deshaun Watson, you're going to predict him to probably go to the AFC Championship for the next 10 years? No. Right. It's not even not, the same conversation as Like, Mahomes. Deshaun Watson, I don't know. I would actually, if you gave me odds right now, I would say he's not going to ever play in a Super Bowl. Which is could be crazy. Right. No, and no, all the, and so crazy. much change. It's not crazy to say, but like I mean, Jared Goff played in the Super Bowl. Like it happens. Right. Things, it things does. fall in place. 
Just like it did for the Niners this year. Yeah. Um, all right. Segment. On to the last game. Um, the Seahawks. It was you know. This game kind of went exactly how I thought it would. I said it all year. The Seahawks were not that good. I also said all year, even though I picked them to make the Super Bowl, the Packers are not that good. They love to get a lead and just rely on that defense to hold on for dear life. Rodgers made a throw to Adams and throw to Graham that clinched it, but they didn't score much late. Um, they were less fraudulent than the Seahawks. The Packers are going to the NFC Championship. Um, Pete, Car- this is what I don't understand because I see why a lot of you, hate. Why did you run the ball once? Well, this is the thing, and That's, this is that was my that was this my is away from always Pete been Schottenheimer's thing. Why did you run the ball? And Pete Carroll's thing is that they always just run the rock. The Packers' defense had been terrible against the rush, but they they don't have running backs, um, so it's an interesting strategy. But I don't understand. Pete Carroll goes to the playoffs like pretty much every year. Is Russell Wilson like literally that good that he carries Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll's a terrible coach or like there's an overreaction to them running the ball? Like I can't quite figure it out. All I know is Russ is like, like, you know who Russ is? Russ. Russ is who, (laughs) who everyone cheering for Deshaun Watson wants him to be like a guy who makes plays and wins games, big games. Like Russ that's is, yeah. that's literally what it that Deshaun's peak is being Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson is like a Walmart meets I don't know where I'm gonna go with this, but just a D League Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's and got that it. is actually a compliment. <laughs> Russ is. I mean, I. You could literally argue Russ is the MVP based on no, how no, he is. He is the MVP. Like he was their. Pro, well, he he is the most valuable player. Eh. But in every other sport, the most valuable player does not win the MVP award. I. It would be an most, interesting conversation. Ninety percent of the time, the most valuable player, a winner, is the most outstanding player. Don't yeah. let the wording. But in you could play. say that you know the Ravens. With you a different see, quarter, yeah, quarterback this year might, I mean, they would have been maybe under 500. Yeah, you, um, you it's impossible. Imp- could definitely say that. It's impossible to say because the whole offensive scheme for Lamar, whereas Russ, like, if you just replaced him, that team probably wins four or five games. So should Russ be MVP? You could definitely make that argument. The Seahawks were never good this year. They're not good. Um, it, it was just Russ carrying them. He almost did it again. They couldn't get the one stop to give him one last chance. Rodgers shut the door to a degree, which I was happy to see. He's had some troubles with that recently. Um, but, like, next week, I just don't – like, the Niners are a better team. It's going to take A-Rod magic, and he hasn't shown – people call him A-Rod. Yeah, me too. A-Rod. I don't even like, it should be a Raj, right? No, no, no. That's just, just – you, you, you can't. There's already an A-Rod. Yeah. Like, no one calls him Alex or Rodriguez. Like – He's Rodgers, or he's Aaron If Rogers. you looked at from week two last year, because the Bears game week one, you remember the comeback when he was hurt, all that, and he was magical. If, but if you look from week two last year. That was so long ago. I know, literally. <laughs> week two last year to, like, this upcoming game, and you didn't know who Aaron Rodgers was, but, like, prior to that, but you just watched his last 30 football games you would say the Packers really don't have a good chance because they need their quarterback to show up big, big time. And this guy hasn't really gone crazy uh, in these past 30 games. I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's like, he's what? He's a, a, a D League Patrick Mahomes, honestly. He's a, he's, a first, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. But that's why I think, you know, people are going to say all week, well, maybe the Packers can win. I just don't see it. We'll preview it on Thursday. But that's what it's going to take is a, is a you know, a classic Rodgers performance. And there's no better team than to, like, do it against the Niners who have let up a ton of points to better quarterbacks and playing Jimmy G and the Packers have a good defense. They could get it done. Um, but let me run a scenario by you. I predicted that the Chiefs and Packers would play in the Super Bowl. So I put my money where my mouth is, and I wagered on a 43-1 to Super Bowl matchup preseason Chiefs versus Packers. 
I'm very confident that the Chiefs are going to win that game. The game's at three, so I'll know going into the, the NFC Championship what I need, which will be a Packers win. How do you go about this? Full I hedge, think, I think ride it out. I, I think you and I are agents um, on Talk It. Um, who else is more of our sponsor? Roman. I think we all need to sit down, have a conversation, go over the numbers. Um, because this is a big moment for our program, the Snapback family, and come back with a plan of action on Thursday's episode. I think okay. that's what we need to do. I don't. I don't want to rush into anything. I will it. say having the game at the NFC Championship second is clutch because, like, if the Chiefs vomit on themselves and I it's agree. over, then I didn't hedge. I um, so plenty of, plenty of opportunities in this, but I don't want to rush into a decision like this. Uh, <clears throat> but I want to get back to Green Bay, Seattle. So, I'll start with Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, specifically, I know that um, people have looked at him and been like, <clears throat> this isn't the Aaron Rodgers that people said was might have been the best, most talented of all time. This, that. Like, people have saying it's not a steep cliff, but there's a small decline, right? People have said that about Aaron Rodgers, most notably you, honestly. Mm-hmm. He still throws, I don't care if he doesn't do it as often, the prettiest ball in the NFL. Like, when he's throwing his Aaron Rodgers throws, it's the prettiest throw I've ever seen. It really is. Some of these passes that he was dropping in tonight, the two at the end, um, he had a couple early. They they are just beautiful, absolute dots of passes. That's one thing about Aaron Rodgers I had to get off my chest. Um, He did what he had to do to win this game. Um... You just always had it in the back of your head, like, is Seattle going to bounce back with this? Like, But in terms of Seattle, I mean, you only – Russ, you know he carried you this entire year. He's doing Russ stuff again early on, on with his feet and in the air. And you're still only give, giving him the ball 55% of the time. They ran the ball 24 times. They threw it 31 times. After maybe the first quarter, there shouldn't have been a run the rest of the game. I, You got to – if I'm a fan – I'm yelling at my television. I don't care if they, if it doesn't work. I want the ball in Russell Wilson's hand every play of this game because it just had that feel. You knew the defense wasn't holding up. You knew it was going to be a battle of the quarterbacks. And it just felt like, to me, the Packers leaned on Rodgers more than the Seahawks leaned on Seattle. And, I mean, home field was definitely an advantage. And, I mean, you we said both these teams were fraudulent, but... Like you said, I mean, I could see the Packers winning next week. I don't know. Yeah, what I'm scared of is now talking myself into a Packers win and not hedging the bet. Because I also bet them to win the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs win, but uh, Packers making it would be kind of clutch. Before we preview the national championship. um, We're done with football? I just started liking it again. (laughs) We're done with the NFL until Thursday. But... Our FanDuel contest, we will have another one next week, FanDuel.com backslash snapback. But let's recap this week's... Uh, what happened? Dude, I... Abe... <laughs> Abe... This, this made me so mad. So I I said it to you. I read you, literally read you my team before we got on the air the other night, right? Yep. I literally read it to you, and I can go through it again. So today, I did it on my phone when I got back from Mexico or something. I didn't have a login. Something that I probably should have had. All right. Irrelevant to the story. Actually, pretty relevant. But so I go to check. I don't know. I have my login. It, it's going on. I'm logging in through Facebook. Blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is I didn't know how to get in and check the, the standings. So I texted Jack and I said, yo, I need you to check the standings because I know I had Diggs who scored a touchdown. I know I have Mahomes. I know I have Kelsey. And this is when Kelsey already had three touchdowns. Mahomes, I think he had four or five. I'm like, I had Jimmy Graham. Didn't he go off? He did okay. He did all right. But I'm like, I I know my team's going off right now. Am I in first place? And, and Jack says, I'm sure I'm at the top of the leaderboard right now, that I, my team is nowhere to be found. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, so I checked the standings. I, Abe I think is, you're lying. And w- wait, what? Oh, your username is sports or dumb. It's either so. sports or dumb. It's a combination of my email. But I need you to send me, when we get off the air, I need you to send me screenshots of the entire standings. I'm going to find my name on there. Okay, uh, but number one, the winner, Sauce007, put up 182 points. That was my points. name. 
<laughs> uh, second place only at 156. So he won by 26. His team was Mahomes, who we, who, you know, I actually flipped off Mahomes. I had him in and I was like, how am I not going to play Lamar? This is my guy. And then obviously we know how that went. Uh, Mahomes, Lynch, the sneaky play, Damian Williams, two touchdowns. Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, another sneaky play. Even Although 50% of the tournament played Hollywood, which was surprising because he hadn't really had a bunch of big games this year. Lockett, Kyle Rudolph, a dud with one. Devontae Adams, eight tonight, 32, Niners D. Um, shout outs to actually. I had Niners D too. Max, you know him. Birthday coming up, big quarter century. He finished in third. And uh, a special shout out to Suck My Dick Cut 847, finished in 98th place. I don't you? know who that is. I like the name. My team faltered, oh, fell to 71st place. Uh, Mostert somehow got like none of the touchdowns. Tevin Coleman crushed. Tyreek Hill had forty had sorry had four points and the the Chiefs scored fifty one. That's gotta hurt. Um, Kelsey big day thirty six. Ravens D zero. So we're on to next week. Uh, only well, two you're games, not. You're, which you're not. only two games, which will make it fun. Um, and then we'll have one more for Super Bowl. But that's FanDuel.com backslash Snapback. Stay tuned for that what contest. A, God, what a weekend, man! I just now I'm going into my week with a good attitude. A good chip on my shoulder, just ready to attack the week, and I think that's how the snapback fam and and you should as well. Also, um, absolutely, I'm excited. Monday night, you have, we have, you have you have your basketball team to look forward to in the Knicks. Yeah, um, big sports, win over the Heat. Yeah, time, times are good for you, right? Could now. be trading for Andre day. Drummond, which is always a good move when you have you know your best player play center. So we're thinking smart in that sense sports, but the sports world is being very kind to you right now and I'm yes happy for you. the orioles are the orioles are on their way up right <laughs> well that i guess we have to be on our way up because you can't really get worse texas off a bowl win so um we're oh, back God. in that sense but on to monday night uh speaking of texas you know they ha- they were the toughest competition lsu faced this year whether or not that's relevant to this conversation uh is tbd but we declared ourselves Clemson Tiger fans prior to the playoff. Um, I I don't know who I want to root for. I'm hoping it's a really good game. I was going to go to the game in New Orleans, which I think is going to be so dope, but I decided not to. got a lot of travel coming up. Um, but we should be in for a good game. Clemson are underdogs by six points, and Trevor Lawrence is... Trevor Lawrence has never lost to a college a football game. Point. Huh? That's a big half point. Don't laugh that off. But, um, tre- yeah. Yeah, so I I definitely was confident right when both the semifinal ended that Clemson was going to win this game. And then I watched LSU's hype video. <laughs> Do you see that? Of course. Yeah, I wanted to run through a goddamn wall after I saw that. Yeah, they have um, the best video team in the in the country. They've been putting out fire all year. This is obviously their most notable one because it's lead up to the championship. So it's that. It's it's in New Orleans. It's essentially a home game. Clemson's treating it like an away game. Um, it's Coach O. It's Joe Burrow. Like, how could you not love this LSU? It seems right. like everyone is just rooting for the sickest game of all time because they think it could have that potential. Yeah. But then I realized that, and I might be dating myself here, that hype video was commentated by a man named um, Anthony McKee. He's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Avengers. Most notably, though, for me, he was in 8 Mile, where he was a rapper. That was an Eminem uh, movie. And he lost in the final to Eminem in a rap battle. You mean to tell me that you're going to have a guy who's known to losing in the final narrate your national championship video? That seems like a big... Um, Ball drop on. I don't know who that is. The PR team, the HR team, one of the R's. HR. Um, one of the, one of the R's. Whoever hired him. Um, but it's just all right. I guess that does nothing to do with football. But I no. I liked where you're going with that. It felt like uh, everything. Good everything is adding up. It feels like for LSU, it's been this magical year. But I, people need to take a step back and realize that the Clemson Tigers haven't lost a football game in two calendar years. I can go. I, I texted Jack this morning. I said the last time the Ravens won a playoff game, 
Timber by Kesha was the number one song in America. Fire track. Fire track. But I'm sure you could have some mind-blowing stat like that about the last time Clemson lost a football game. Like, we all I'm, love Coach O. We're going to give Clemson the coaching edge, right? The last time uh, Clemson lost a football game, I'm pretty sure Joe Burrow played for Ohio State. <laughs> okay, still not as long as Clemson. But what I just think that – I think LSU is going to stick to what they've done all year, right? Spreading it out, being this high-octane offense. They're not going to get away from what they do and try and like surprise Clemson. They're just going to be like, this is what we do. Can you stop us? And Clemson obviously has big names all over the field. But the, the, the biggest matchup I think everyone has to do is Clemson's wide receivers versus probably DBU and LSU. How is that going to hold up? Can Trevor Lawrence and their offense compete with LSU? I think the There's not a doubt in my mind they can. Like hang with them throughout in a high, I, in a high scoring game? Yes, they can. I think that is what has always been like the biggest – like when people are talking down on Clemson, it's always like, all right, we know their defense is sick, but it's like Lawrence is always the X factor, whatever. That that offense is lethal. Like Clemson's offense can go and can score in that LSU defense. Hey, it's is, ETN I think is at about eight yards per carry. Yeah, and that Clemson or that LSU defense ranks twenty six in the country, which is still obviously pretty good. But it's not, you know, it's not top of the lot. So I think there's no doubt in my mind. Like if let's say you told me Clemson has to score forty five points, I wouldn't hesitate and say, okay, they lost the game. Um, I would say actually the reverse. I would say if LSU has to hold Clemson to X amount of points because Clemson's holding LSU, then that would be a bigger it's issue. Like, it so. feels like a little bit of that no one's really doubting Clemson. I mean, some people are because of how good LSU is, but like we were the told, recency last, bias, we were told last year that this was the best Alabama team Nick Saban's ever had. Right. With Tua, who's the greatest quarterback Tua. of all time. And don't get me wrong. It's kind of the same playing, thing. They were playing debatably like it. But people just counted out Clemson, and then right in the beginning of the game, there's a pick six, and you, they get punched in the mouth, and the vibe just changes. It feels like something of that nature can happen, whereas if one thing goes wrong early for LSU, know what the, how battle-tested are they, right? right? It seems like they've been just running. I know it's cliche to say that. Like, can they face adversity? Like, it's, that's, That was always my biggest worry with the Ravens. It was like, we're having so much fun. Everything's great until you're losing. You win 12 in a row. It's hard not to be all big especially, trust. Especially, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's easy to be like that, especially right. when, when the one thing goes your way and you're, you're like the Ravens, who they just became to the limelight. You're like LSU, who came out of nowhere. Like, then it's see how you face adversity, whereas... Clemson's going to be the better coach team. Right, the you pro- saw Clemson face adversity. They were exactly. down against exactly. what was supposedly the best team in the country, even though we told everyone that Ohio State wasn't actually that good. And Clemson they had, came back in Clemson a game they— had come from behind wins and national championships against Alabama. Like, it's just—it's Dabo's really the edge. People are saying it's a home game. It, no matter what stadium you play in, in a national championship, I hate to break it to you, it's going to be loud. <laughs> Like, and it's not and like even if it's 70-30 like that's not a home game is a 95-5 and yeah. it's affecting your play calling. This yeah. is not this is he not will be able game. to hear not, I don't want to hear that jibber jabber. And it's not like South Carolina's like a cross country trip to get down to New Orleans. Like I think that we'll <laughs> I think that we'll find out about this game this I mean this, this is also cliche very early. I agree. Like, if Clemson can come out and get even stop LSU on two of their first four drives, something like that, then you can throw some points on the board. Clemson's defense is allowing 11.5 points per game. So, like, is it defense or is it offense? I understand that they and LSU averages all close to 50 and that it, they, they're both putting their best things at each other. But, like, I don't know. I think I love Clemson plus 5.5. I, 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 I might take that money line. But I sure as hell think that five and a half is a good bet. Would I be shocked if LSU covered? No. Seven points. I, I actually seven, think. Seven points in college football is nothing. Right. I would say I would go with them. Like, I think you're either going to win or, like, I don't know the chances that Clemson is going to. LSU wins on a game winning field goal or something. Right. Right. Which could, it could obviously happen, but it could ease. The game could go to overtime and they could not cover five and a half. Now, so I just this, think. How does this change your mind? ESPN, I'm watching. This is the quality of content we got on ESPN. The headline was, Dabo says, in quotes, we had a really good practice, end quote, in-team hotel. Yeah, did you not see the picture? No. 
Oh my god, it's epic. Uh, they have LSU is practicing in the Saints facility. Like, okay. they have the beautiful state of the art. And then there's a picture of them lining up in the ballroom of a hotel on, like, the, you know, a ballroom's carpet in a hotel. How is that allowed? I, I don't know, but it's a classic picture, and it's one of those that, you know, is going to be somehow bulletin board material. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... Oh, yeah, they probably wh- have, like, Drew Brees throwing their receivers, like, balls. They, they do. Drew Brees and Joe Burrow were hanging out today, and they, yeah, like, they God. have all these cute... Norris Jenkins covering some of the corners. Right. <laughs> they had nobody. I mean, they have nothing else to do. All I gotta say is, Trevor Lawrence has never, lost ever, 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 lost a college football game, and for him to be the underdog just seems weird. I will say this. If Burrow throws a pick... I'm so curious what the game's going to look like. If he stays clean, I, I do think they can win the game, and they will win the game. If he throws a pick, and we talked about that adversity, if he throws an interception, because he has been, like, as nasty as he's been, it's really been about the fact that he's not even throwing balls that are close to getting picked off. If he throws a pick and those windows are smaller, like, I don't know. And, like, what are the chances that a the Bengals get, like, a true good quarterback. <laughs> like, you really think a national champion's I mean, going to Cincy? Nothing good happens in the state of Ohio. Um, besides LeBron. But even he, he, even he tortured them. No, we don't have that conversation. But, uh... Yeah, Should we I, go with our score predictions? Because I actually don't know who I'm going to pick. I but don't you really seem... have mine yet. You want to post on the story tomorrow? I, I say we, I that. say we, because right now all we're doing is procrastinating it. Like, what's good? Like, what are you gonna do? Go break down film and change your thought? I think, I like, think a, I think a night's rest can do wonders for the market. Okay. Uh, unless you're sleep. What's what's that hotel that was running the promotion? It's like sleep at the Holiday Inn, and you you're a doctor the next day. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, May twisted teas yesterday. Anyways, uh, let's make our predictions. Would you like to start? The over-under? No, I would not like to start. Okay. What is the over-under, just to give me some basis? 69 and a half. Okay, very nice. Speaking of which, coming up on episode 69. Yeah, Maybe will Gronk be a big day on. for the pod. All right, I'm going to go. Can Gronk will come on? Uh, hopefully. He's not coming back for any Pats playoff games. That's true. Um, I'm going to go... 34-30 Clemson. I think we're not going to get as many points as we wanted because I think the defense is going to lock in a little. Um, but I'm going 34-30 Clemson. I kind of want to root for LSU, but I just... I'm obsessed with the fact that Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost the game, so I'm not going to pick against him. I think I am too. I'm <laughs> obsessed with Coach O, though. I, I know. Pick, I don't want to pick this game. I just Me wanna, neither. I just, you know what? I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> I just That's normally how it goes in sports, right? I literally just want everyone to go out there and have a grand old time. <laughs> I um, hope it is an unbelievable game, but you know the business we're in. You have to make a pick. I know. I have to make a pick. Um, okay. I would love for LSU to lose on a bad call. <laughs> in the Superdome? Oh, I didn't think about that. that wasn't my reasoning. But... Oh my god! Okay, Are you yeah, kidding? no, I got my score. Okay. <laughs> um, the first reason was so that maybe you can get like Coach O really angry, and see how red his face can get, like, and see what what kind of emotions he can be like. Because I think we've all seen him really happy. He's gonna be doing push-ups, pregame, jumping jacks, all that stuff. A little Vrabel special, but I want to see him really angry at the end of the game. Plus, New Orleans, I hate you guys. Um, you guys ruined football for a little bit. but So I'm going to go, and I love Trevor Lawrence and that whole narrative too. 35-32 Clemson. All right. Come from behind win. Really? Come from behind win. I think it's going to be Burrow chasing Lawrence. Like I think it's going to be a, you know, a little boxing match where Lawrence has the lead, but Burrow's fighting back, and he just can't get quite over the hump. Um, but that's interesting. You think comeback again? It's tough to come back it's against. It's going to be reminiscent team. of tonight's Packers Seahawks game. Trevor Lawrence will be Russell Wilson, and he'll just do it. And he'll complete the comeback. He'll do it. Okay. 
I, I just I don't want to pick that. Everyone just go score a lot of touchdowns. True. I just want some right. crazy stuff to happen, like the Texans game today. Like, the Texans game was a blowout. But yeah. It was awesome. Well, yeah. It wasn't the first... really a blowout. It was a ten point game in the. Yeah. In the fourth but it, quarter, right? it it didn't feel like Houston actually had a chance. Everyone the knew the second. The second they faked that punt, the game was over. I'm telling yeah. you. It was yeah. became twenty four fourteen. It was. That building exploded. Um And then they fumbled the ensuing kickoff, which was brutal. Absolutely brutal. So I will say um, This is our first our first full football season. Neither of our teams are gonna do it. It would have been nice if one of them had it for the content. So I'm a Chiefs fan. The Ravens are officially dead. Rest one more time, peace. one more time. Rest in peace, the baby goat. I will see you next year. Um, congrats on your MVP season. I think the one thing I did learn, because we kind of get caught up in it, because it's always with us specifically and definitely with our the teams we root for, it's title or bust, right? We're never playing for like, like I feel like if the Niners lose and Jimmy G plays well on Sunday, but they just don't win because of whatever, like, they'll have considered this a successful season, right? For us, it's like, you know, the Ravens won 14 games. You guys scrape together the playoffs, and it just, like, no one cares. It means nothing. It was a fun It was a fun one, and that's, like, crazy to remember. One team wins, 31 others don't. College football, one team wins. Like, LSU has had a magical season. Oh, uh, can you... Quit it with the goddamn life lessons. I'm just you saying, are boring it is me to sleep. It Ravens, is crazy. Ravens, it is. Jack is sitting up here I, in my year the entire football season. The Ravens are all this, that, and a bag of chips. We Lamar were. Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to be on Mount Rushmore, sending me well, stats saying, "LMAO, the Eagles suck. This team sucks. You did they suck. suck. The Ravens are number one in the power rankings. That's this, true. That. The Ravens." Are the cutest team in football. You guys suck. You weren't built for the big moment. You're the chokers of the NFL. The entire league looks at you as a joke. Nobody's afraid to That's go into your stadium and play. Definitely you. not. Nobody's true afraid at all. to play you next year. You're just you making guys are stuff a joke up. of an organization. Oh Coach no, one's, isn't okay. that good? You've won one game since you won the Super Bowl. One game since you went on a magical run and got lucky. You went on. Haven't you guys game. also only won one? You guys one? stink. You guys are a joke of an organization. I don't want to hear a damn word about that was a Baltimore very, Ravens. A very baby, weird ending. The baby and just, choke of a quarterback. Just making Snapback stuff fan. up. Championship just making be stuff elite. up is National just a weird way to end the Big podcast. Trust. Woo, woo. It's just the a Ravens, weird way this, to end the podcast. Meet me outside the bank. The bank is closed, Ravens fans. The bank is closed, Baltimore. And it is a great time to be alive. That's You're all happy. I got, Snapback okay. fam. We got a couple of weeks of football left. If Jack, you going down to the Pro Bowl? Because you have like a lot of players. We going do have now. a lot of guys. I don't even know where the Pro Bowl is. It's in Orlando, I think. But you got. But I am They're upset. They're gonna play now, right? Gonna it play. is. It is tough to now go down to the Super Bowl for that whole week. But life oh, lesson. Poor thing. Yeah, exactly. It's in Miami. We'll be at Gronk Beach. We'll be at Shaq's Fun House. They're DMing me on Instagram. Uh, potentially some fun guests on the pod during that week. Um, so can't complain. So thank you guys for supporting us throughout the season. Nobody supported you. No, no, no. Uh, our podcast, you schmuck. Oh, us? Not yeah. the Ravens? Oh, you were talking yeah. Ravens. You were talking Ravens. No, no, no. I'm saying thank you guys for supporting Man, us. This so isn't, this isn't our swan stuff. song. This is the Ravens swan song. <laughs> I'm just this saying. This is not Snapback swan song. Thank you all. Listen, final words. Lamar Jackson couldn't throw a football 365 days ago. 365 days later, he's the MVP of the league. He's 23. You know, you know. I do want to say Trust. one last thing. One last thing, though. I and I don't think this was you, so I I respect that. But I will say, a weird amount of people were rooting against Lamar when I think we can all agree Lamar versus Mahomes would have been, like, that's kind of what everyone wanted in the AFC Championship, or it should have been, in my opinion. Like, those are the two most electric players in the league. Like, even after the year, people came out, and I feel like the people who were saying all year, you know, he's a running back, he's a running back. Like, he's clearly not. Like, he's clearly a very, very good quarterback. Why do you think people hate Lamar? Just because they, like, want to be stuck in their ways? Is that what it is? 
So you said I don't think that was you, Jack. You couldn't be more far off. No, I know you. I know because you're a sicko that you're rooting against him. No, no, you're. Oh, but I don't think you came out of the woodwork, and you're not going to be like, "Well, Lamar sucks," and like all like you know how you just. I do want to have a conversation about playoff Lamar. That's okay. That's all. Um, That's fine. I was definitely rooting very hardcore against the, the Ravens, though. That's no, really wrong. I, I get I did that. Not want a Mahomes Lamar. But if you're not, if you're I not you, to walk to the Super Bowl. If you're not you, what's what fun is that? If you're not you and you're not a Titans fan, there's like, were you? Do you think you should? If you're like, a football fan, right? Which, and you're not Abe or a Titans fan. Correct. I think you're, you were rooting, or you should have, in my opinion, because it's the best game. Maybe you're not rooting for Lamar, but you're rooting for a little Mike Vrabel action at the end of the year. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll see what happens with that. I just thought that was weird, but that's my final thoughts. Fun season, big trust, never lose faith. Woo, woo, big trust, big woo, That's woo, the boy, the baby trust. goat. He's Rest not grown up yet. He's not grown up yet. We got work to do. We'll see Rest you on trust. Thursday. Go Tigers. Yeah, I don't care which one. But I think we're close to 69. Not quite. Uh, We should do something special for that. We will. We're only at 61, so we got a couple months. As we get older and do this, our audience is getting older, which is nice. We can get a little fucking, you know, political soon. Okay. (laughs) Charlie, I love you. Three, two, (laughs) one. I forgot you can hear this.